said the immune compromised were eligible for the vaccine. That was January 12th, and she still can't make an appointment. They do not have a field. Are you immunocompromised? Yes or no. And now taxi drivers and restaurant workers have been added to the eligibility list, making for more competition for the 61-year-old who is still getting chemo. They'll be masking up at tonight's basketball games. Corresponding Elaine Cobb. Beginning today, the NBA will require players, coaches, and staffers to wear the KN95 or KF94 masks during games. Those respirators help protect the wearer as well as others around him or her. This comes after the NBA postponed 23 games this season after players and others tested positive for COVID. Stores like Walmart and Macy's are reaching out to buyers. CBS's Jim Crisula. Looking to entice online shoppers, retailers are using more and more buy now, pay later services similar to the old-fashioned store layaways. In effect, buy now and pay in installments. Such services have increased 200% during the pandemic. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Without more licensed workers, Gary's roofing business might hit its ceiling. Hey, that new contract just got pushed up. We are going to need all hands on deck to make this happen. Hey, Gary, you book me on that other job next week. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Frank's Red Hot is the perfect blend of flavor and heat. That's why you can use an entire bottle to make buffalo chicken dip. The kind you might make for when you're watching the game at home. And maybe this year there's less people around to watch the game with. Yay! But that just means there's more dip. And it's all for you. Some of you may say, that's too much dip. But deep down in your heart of hearts, you know it isn't. So go ahead. Finish it. Frank's Red Hot, don't judge. Frank's Red Hot. I put that sh on everything. A Midwest police department gets a financial boost. The Minneapolis City Council approved $6.4 million to be used for recruitment and training for the city's police department. It comes after the death of George Floyd and calls to defund the police. Minneapolis Police Chief Medoria Arredondo says that the number of active sworn officers has declined at an accelerated rate at the end of 2020 and into this year. We are dealing with some unprecedented times right now in terms of our staffing, so I think it's important uh, that we have as many tools as possible to make sure that we're getting to that level of uh, staffing that we need to in order to properly serve our communities. The Minneapolis City Council has unanimously approved the funding and says the chief staffing plan is sound. Jennifer Kuiper, CBS News. On the way, my pillow, the movie. Looks like you're not sleeping well. Founder and ardent Trump supporter Mike Lindell says he is releasing a three-hour film made over the last five days to prove the 2020 election was stolen by China. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Some big news. Since Election Day, almost 5 million people have downloaded the free Newsmax TV app on their smartphone. You can trust Newsmax TV. Watch it for free anytime and go to Newsmax.com for breaking news. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. Call your operator if they don't carry it. Plus, watch Newsmax on Roku, YouTube, Apple TV, Zumo, TiVo Plus, Pluto, and smart TVs like Samsung and LG. Newsmax is real news for real people. Start watching today. Ready to create your own income with your own home-based business where there's no such thing as getting laid off? 
If a billionaire entrepreneur spent five years and $20 million searching for the next big trend, wouldn't you want to know what he found? If you're serious about making money from home without having to leave home, then write this down. www.goherenext.com You decide your income. Get the facts now. Goherenext.com generations, Made in America has stood for quality and craftsmanship in manufacturing, food production, technology, and construction. The Made in America label has brought our country economic security and our innovations to the world. Made in America isn't just a slogan. It's the story of our country, the men and women who sacrificed to build our nation. It's our commitment to hard work, ingenuity, and to making things better than the way we found them. America is ready to get back to work. And we can start by rebuilding our infrastructure. Strengthening our manufacturing. Base. and investing in our businesses and our communities. Made in America means hundreds of thousands of new jobs across the country. It means new transportation, clean energy, and telecommunications networks. It means a healthier environment. National security and economic freedom. That's good for our families, good for the world, and, and good, good for, for our, our future. Let's get America back to work. Let's invest in Ohio. Let's invest in us. Learn more at letsinvestinus.com. we by Citizens for Responsible Energy Solutions Forum. Citizens Grocery has been offering service, quality, and cleanliness since 1951. At Siemens, the butcher is always in, and the vision of delivering the best continues as they now offer locally raised beef from R.L. Valley Ranch, Athens County. The cattle are raised naturally with no hormones or antibiotics. Try some truly fresh beef right now at Siemens, where you can do a week's worth of shopping in 15 minutes. Stop in today at 305 West Union Street in Athens. The always waking up early, letting the dog outside, checking emails, while listening to the best podcast, before heading to McDonald's for a hearty breakfast meal. Like now, you can mix and match the hot and savory sausage gravy and biscuit, crispy bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, or sizzling sausage McMuffin with egg. Get any two for just $4. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item or regular price. Valid when product served. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or... During times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. Hey, it's Boots. We'll take an in-depth look at teen driving. Is it better or worse than in the past? We'll find out. That's AutoSmart's Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. And we continue our conversation with Coach Art Turf. This week's game against the Engineering Institute of Eastern Industrial Organizations. That's right. You know, that's such math for we just shorten at the E-I-E-I-O. We were talking about their good offensive attack yesterday, Coach, and they do have a good quarterback in uh, Heifer and some good running backs in uh, McGurk and Shetland, but they also must have a good offensive line to go with that uh, trio. 
Watch, watch. You know, every, every coach knows that uh, you don't have no offense unless you have an offensive line to go with it. And, and they do have a real fine offensive line. They got a lot of beef up front, especially in their two front offensive tackles. Bill's name of uh, Gonzi, Greg Gonzi, and uh, Holstein, Harold Holstein. You know, they're, they're the beef of their offensive attack and the run for them that they wouldn't have no running and passing. Certainly will put a lot of pressure on your uh, defensive front line. Watch, watch. You know, we're getting geared up to be ready for these big and I am predicting that we are going to come up with our first conference victory this season. In addition to having a good offensive team, they must be fairly decent on defense, too, as they're undefeated in conference play. That's right. Not only are they undefeated, they haven't lost no ball. Uh, uh, Sam and Willie and Mike, you know, they always, that's how they designate their linebackers, but they don't do that over at the EIEIO. You know, Coach McDonald does it a little bit different. You know, he calls his linebackers linebackers, when they charge a quarterback, they want them boys on the other side to hire a duck. And I'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening so intently, I forgot what I was doing. And uh, this one brought to you by um, Little Mercy. Um, goodwill. We'll, we'll use that today. Goodwill. Now, what do I do? I hit this. Coach Turf playing an undefeated opponent this week. I'm trying to come up with an effective game plan. Watch, watch, you know, uh, effective game plans always start with the kind of support that you get from your fans. And what we're hoping is that all the fans listening to the ball games going to get in their cars and drive down to the farm and come out and support the Esters. And I am promising everybody what comes to the game, along with their ticket, we're going to give you all a clothespin so you can put it on your nose and you won't be affected by that smell, that home field advantage they have down there on the farm. We're hoping you all come out and cheer for the Esters. And you all do what? Because we do have a real fine game plan for this ball game. Like, for example, what we're going to do is something which called subversive. You know, they got that uh, fine quarterback over there, Hugh Heffler. He likes to stay out late at night. So what we're going to do is tell our cheerleaders to go over there and keep him out late at night and not throw the ball game way at night. So the next day when he goes out there to throw the ball game, he's not going to be as effective as he normally is. So he will not have had any sleep the night before. Not only that, he's going to be tired. And, and, and he's going to be so tired he can't drop back and pass and throw that ball and run around the ends like he normally can. Well, it sounds like that uh, might be an effective game plan, Coach. Well, not only that, we're going to supplement that. We're going to do something else. We're gonna, we know we got to keep up with them running backs and keep them fenced in. So what we're going to do is go into our famous corral defense. interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Annette Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. <coughs> that one ran out of steam. Service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Oh my, what's going on here? Just nothing's uh, firing like it's supposed to. 
We can't do a show without our theme, can we? No. Excuses. Good morning, folks. It's a Friday. TGIF and all that sort of thing, and of course, Yabba Dabba Do. Hey, there you go. There you go. Yeah. February 5th, the date. You were blinded by the light. Yes. Indeed. Like that song <clears throat> by Manfred Mann and his Earth Band. Earth Band? That's what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Blinded by the light. There it goes again. There it's it hit, is. It's hitting me right in the eye. It's shining brightly. Well, today is National Wear Red Day. It's National Shower with a Friend Day. <clears throat> it's World Nutella Day. It's Bubblegum Day, and it's National Weather Person's Day. How about that? Salute to Brian Hughes and Spencer Adkins, we'll go with, as well as all the weather persons. You know, I, um, the National Red thing, I, during the wintertime, <coughs> excuse me, during the wintertime I often wear plaids because flannel, warm, you know what I mean. Um. And often they have reds in them. Today, I'm wearing a shirt that my wife just got me. And it's black and white, period. And some gray. Yes. Well, okay. It is a plaid. And my, it's nice and comfortable. But um, no red today. I've got a little red hue in my shirt here like a little is the proper term an off-red type yeah but but uh, that is to raise awareness of uh women's heart disease national wear red day well um let's see here is do we question anything world nutella day that's that chocolatey the spread yeah Yeah, like a peanut butterish spread I remember um, oh, Jens Fossum, who lived with us from Norway at his senior year at Athens as an exchange student with the Rotary. Jens, uh, I had never known of Nutella until he arrived, but like very quickly he looked through the cabinets and said, where's the Nutella? <laughs> and so... Um, we went, and sure enough, our stores had it. Did you like it? I like it, yeah. Yeah? It's a, a brand of sweetened hazelnut cocoa spread. These lines have to come down. 
Just a minute, folks. Keep talking. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of National Bubblegum Day, did you know that McDonald's once created bubblegum-flavored broccoli? Now, can you imagine taking a child to McD's and saying, you want some uh, chicken strips or some chicken nuggets? No, Mom. I want some bubblegum-flavored broccoli. <laughs> this is true? <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, I like broccoli anyway you get it. <laughs> but I think that would be fun. Yeah. I'd, I'd try it. Isn't that amazing, though, a kid asking for broccoli instead of chicken nuggets or cheeseburgers? Brussels like sprouts, that? broccoli, those sort of things, I love them. Cauliflower, yep. Cauliflower, um... Uh-oh, that's an eh? It's a so-so. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how it's done. Yeah. But, um... I like it when it's cold. You can dip it, you know, like a ranch dip or something like that. Now, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I should try that, too. Broccoli like that, too. Anyway, let's see here. But bubblegum flavored... <laughs> okay. Bubblegum flavored broccoli. From the Did You Know file. Let's see. Speaking of Did You Know. Yeah, we left a teaser on the table yesterday. Remember that? No. About the popcorn? $30 worth of popcorn. Okay. How much it translated to? Let me get that uh, thing up. I brought my files in here, I think. Okay. Um... I think it was $30 of, like, raw popcorn. And folks will identify with this if you've ever been to the movie theater and gotten a $50 bag of popcorn. Okay. (laughs) A $30 batch of unpopped popcorn seeds, right? Yes, that's it. Um... In a movie theater environment, will produce three thousand dollars worth of sales. Think of that. Mm. Um. Okay, so I mean, we can do some of this if you want, like. Uh, but we we're going to do some yesterday, I think. Weird, we? weird facts and things. Yeah, like you, you wanted it to intended to be kind of a fun program yesterday. Instead, it was very sad, wasn't it? Turned out not (laughs) not so fun. (laughs) We we need to start this show all over today. We can. Well. Yabba Dabba Doo and Art Turf and, you know, the whole shebang. A single drop of water, a single drop, contains 100 billion billion atoms. That's a lot of atoms. A lot of up and atoms. Okay, now think about this. Dreamt. I dreamt about that, you know? Yep. Dreamt is the only English word that ends in the letters M-T. Now think about that. Hmm. I I just thought of the letter prompt, but that's not true. It ends with P-T. Um, do you remember uh, what year 
seat belts became mandatory on U.S. vehicles? Oh, my. Uh, probably early 70s. Well, it was March 1st of 68. Oh, well. You were close. Yeah. Just think of that, how we used to ride around those big steel-formed, made bodies of vehicles, no seat belts, and the steel dashboards that Mm -hmm. if you came to a sudden stop, that was a bloody nose if you weren't being held or watching what was going on. All these factoids I have here. Yeah, those are Every Alaskan citizen over the age of six months receives an oil dividend check of about $1,000 annually. Hey. Talk about a stimulus check. Um... Okay, this is this this is hard for me to imagine. I was just at mine uh, Wednesday. Forty percent of the American population has never visited a dentist. Wow. Um. Okay. You know how we talk about prostate, an organ, right? Yep. Um, did you know dogs and humans are the only animals with prostates? I did not know that. Um... Chickens, hens, right? Yep. A female chicken or a hen, as they're best known, need about 24 to 26 hours to produce one egg. And after laying it, 30 minutes later, they start the process all over again. They go on to say, in addition to the half-hour rests, some hens rest every three to five days, and others rest every ten days. I guess they're always busy. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. Okay, during his or her lifetime, the average human will go grow... 590 miles of hair. (laughs) Think of it. Yeah, that's like uh, from about here to where? Chicago? Yeah. Myrtle Beach? South Carolina? Yeah, somewhere in there. Just lay your hair down, Rapunzel, and follow the map. There's enough water pressure in one onion cell to cause a steam engine to explode. Wow. Don't be putting any onions in your railroad engine. 
I don't know about this one. It says, do you know your foot and your forearm are the same length? Okay, what do they consider the forearm? To the wrist? Well, I would think, yeah. No way. I'm not sure about that one either. Let me take my shoe off. My feet aren't that big. Long. Well, well your shoe is, yeah. Well, maybe it is. Yours? <laughs> I don't know. It could be. Um, Since you provided the example. Well... Okay. It was close, too, though, wasn't it? Your shoe length? Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Here's one for you. I don't. Let, let's see if this fits you. All right. The average U.S. household has 300,000 things in it. I probably. Um, you know, there's... Um, your garage probably does. Well, that's true. If you <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, yeah. The the um, what's the name of the channel? TLC. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that they have a series of kind of weird shows on. Oh yeah, the Learning Channel. And, like, some of them deal with um, a 90-day fiancé, right? That's a popular one. And it's a series. And then they have all these variations of the series, too. And then they have one with the foot doctors. And another one with the pimple popper. All this stuff. Which what many the doctor what is that show about? Is that as disgusting as it sounds? Yes, except I'm fascinated with it. Okay. Okay. But they have another show called um, Buried Alive, I think it's called. But it's about hoarders. People who things in their homes. And you mentioned, you know, the average, what did you say? 300,000 yeah, well, items, things in a home, not counting rodents, insects. Well, maybe they are counting those. I don't know. This um, That hoarder show is gross. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, ugh, I don't know how people do it, but, you know, it's part of some people's lives. They can't help it. Coffee beans are not beans. They're fruit pits. Did you know that? I think we had something about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Now, this next one I have, I guess I didn't know this or have it. Anyway, it says apple seeds are poisonous. Really? Uh, Click away on that. Let's let's see if anybody agrees with that. Okay. Okay, a lightning bolt generates temperatures five times hotter than those found at the sun's surface. Well, 
Here's the apple seeds info. Okay. They contain a substance that releases cyanide wow. into the bloodstream when chewed and digested. However, apple seeds in small amounts do not contain enough cyanide to cause harm. However, it is better to spit out the seeds to avoid any potential issues. How many apple seeds does it take to kill a human being? Should we do that? I don't want to advocate that or give anybody any ideas. Well, Should we do it? can't start it and not finish Okay, it. 200. Okay. 200 ground apple seeds, which means around a cup, no. can be fatal for the human body. It can damage your heart and brain. Birds seem to like them. Okay. Um, the heaviest baby was not me. Weighed 23 pounds, 12 ounces, but did not survive birth. However, the heaviest baby who did survive birth weighed 22 pounds, 8 ounces. Wow. I assume, certainly, uh, surgical birth. You know, what do they call that? Um, C. C-section. Thank you. Wow. That's a big baby. It's a big baby. You look at that thing and say, you big baby. (laughs) Manatees possess vocal cords, which give them the ability to speak like humans. And one might say, well, then why don't they? Well... They don't do so because they have no ears with which to hear the sound. Pretty cool. Well, I mean, we let's see here. I have all of these crazy things. These are fun facts. Let's see what this one says. Um, how do you do this? Here's one that, that might interest you, that you may know this already. Lobsters have clear blood. Yes, yes. Since you were a, a lobsterman, fisherman. I am, I am very much aware of that. Okay, I don't like that one. Let's go. You know what the first item sold on eBay was? A broken laser printer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Luckily, it didn't end up here. Okay, that's, um, you want to talk about animals? Sure. Art? Let's go animals. I I think those are pretty cool. Okay. Oh, this one, no, no. I've never looked at this software, so, um. Hey, here's one for you about bubble wrap. You know, we talk about bubble wrap sometimes. It was originally invented as wallpaper. You imagine putting that up on your walls around your house? Your grandkids would love that. Really? <laughs> Run around smacking the walls. Oh, I should um, know this software a little better before trying to do it live on the air. So, 
It worked for a little bit. Here's another one for you. Santa Claus was given an official pilot's license in 1927. 27? <laughs> yes. Hmm. At least in the United States. He was given it by the Assistant Secretary of Commerce for Aeronautics, William P. McCracken. Well, let's see here. Famous birthdays today. Cristiano Ronaldo. Now, um, that's a soccer guy, right? I believe so. Today, his 36th birthday. Yes, Portuguese soccer player. Okay, let's go back much farther back. John Witherspoon, born on this date in 1723, died in 1794. Hmm, I'm not getting that one. I'm getting an American actor, but it doesn't even fit. Witherspoon, W-I-T-H-E-R-S-P-O-O-N. Okay. What year was it? Born in 1723. John Witherspoon. Was a Scottish-American Presbyterian minister and a founding father of the United States. Okay, another one farther back, um, not quite as far back, Robert Peel, two E's, <coughs> P-E-E-L, born on this date in 1788, died in 1850. Sir Robert Peel was an English conservative statesman who served twice as the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. And the last one I'll mention today is Hank Aaron. He was born on this date in 1934. Of course, he passed just recently. Hammer and Hank. Boy, he was a great ball player. Famous deaths. George Arliss. Died on this date in 1946. A-R-L-I-S-S. Interesting looking guy, his photo. He was an English actor, author, playwright, and filmmaker who found success in the United States. Some of the books and plays uh, that he authored or was in was Hamilton. Oh. And Hamilton, a play in four acts, and on the stage, an autobiography. And the only other one I've got today is Kirk Douglas, who died a, a year ago this t at this date, uh, but was born in 1960. Well-known actor, of course. Wow, 104, 104, 105. What, Kurt? Yeah, his age. At Let me go back to that. Born in 1916? Yes. Correct. Depending on when his birth date. Day. Um, I've got a couple tunes queued up. 9.36. Yeah, this is all going to work out. Um, let's see. Oh, I see a caller trying to ring in. Okay. Let's see what's uh, what's up here. Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo. Hi. <laughs> hey, how are y'all this morning? We're doing all right. Good. We're glad it's, in my case at least, I'm glad it's Friday. I, <laughs> hey, I need a weekend right now. <laughs> you, I listened, earlier you were talking about 
the sun being bright. Mm-hmm. Well, I was so bright, my daddy called me son. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that one before. But all yeah. <laughs> good one, Don. Rimshot. Yeah. Every now and then I come up with a good one. Yeah, you do. Well, don't don't um, don't try to top that today. Oh, no way. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what'd well, you think about that Ohio State basketball game last night? No, Scott was telling me about that, but you really didn't come to the end result. I assume Ohio State won. Yeah, they won by four. And they beat yep. the other team on their court. Yep, who was ranked yep. number eight in the nation. Ohio State was number seven. What'd you think about that, Don? That was awesome. I thought, you know, because they were down by 11, wasn't it, at halftime? Yeah, they were behind by double. Ohio State was behind, that is, yep. yeah. Yeah, and they came back, and I was, you know, I was talking to my buddy, Fleet, and he, he graduated from Ohio State. He owns Popper's Bar uptown. Yeah, yep. And we was talking, and oh, he, man, he, <laughs> football season, he gets, he gets rowdy. <laughs> well, he gets, yeah. Sometimes he gets upset. He says, "I'm gonna go home." I said, "Why?" He says, I can't throw things at the TV from in here. You've got to behave, right? Yes. But, yeah, that was, a good, that, was, that was an awesome game. Sure was. And they held that big boy from Iowa under under his uh, halftime. He only had 11 points. I don't think he... I don't think he, he reached his average. He averages like 26 point something yeah. a game. Yeah, he and finished. they had him... And they had him under 20, I think. Yeah, he finished with 16. Luca Garza? Yeah. Yeah, he's tough. He's probably going to win the Player of the Year award nationally. Well, last night he wouldn't have got no votes. Uh, you're probably right about that. Ohio State put the defense on pretty well. Oh, every time he touched the ball, there was, I think, most of the time, three, three defenders around him. Yeah. You know, the... Um, uh, Scott was telling me that uh, after the game and after everybody had taken their showers and dressed and were leaving, the bus got stuck. In the snow. Wow. And, um, uh, folks, I've driven, um, actually driven large buses on a couple of occasions. And years ago, I had a CDL. But anyway, um, it would really have to be pretty bad for those buses not to be able to propel themselves. Yeah, Midwest got uh, slammed pretty good with snowfall uh, in the last, what, 24, 36 hours. So they were, had some video of a couple fellas out in front of the Ohio State basketball bus shoveling snow. I don't know who they were, but I told Dave's probably the managers. It falls into the category as other duties as assigned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But they well, made it back. Yeah, you guys they... have a great weekend. Likewise. Hey, now, do you remember when the Super Bowl is, Don? Sunday, 6 p.m. You got it. Kick off at 6.30. So right. Just, usually, just... usually they always had it on like a Monday, though. That's why I was wondering. Oh. Maybe that. Maybe you're thinking of the National College Playoff oh, yeah. Championship. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I get them confused. You know, I eat, I eat too many apple seeds. I think it'll stick to my head. <laughs> well, just make sure it's less than 200, yeah. okay? Start spitting those out. Uh, All right. Thank okay. you. Have All a great right. weekend. See Y'all you, Don. Later. Bye-bye. Hey, speaking of the Super Bowl, I, I think you and I may have talked about this the other day, that three large corporations are not sponsoring ads on Super Bowl commercials this year. I, I read an article... It didn't deal with that, but it just says they have a, a much different group of advertisers and a lot of new ones, maybe because the old ones that dominated it so held back this year. I don't know. So what's what's your take on this? Um, yeah, that could very well be, and I think they're just maybe kind of a change of scenery so to speak, but, uh, you know, it's interesting that some of the top companies that typically have uh, sponsored are, are not going to this year, but what's the uh, rate per, per 30 seconds, like $5 million bucks? I, I don't know. Something like that. I think it's $5 million for a 30-second spot. COVID. Let's give the update. Here in Athens, we have, um, as of yesterday, (coughs) excuse me, I did cover my mouth, 4,169 cases. That's an increase of 42 from the day before. But active right now, 571. That's because 3,588 have recovered. We did add another death uh, two days ago, so we're, we're at 10 now since this all began. We have 157 in the hospital. We have 414 recovering at their homes. State of Ohio. Our our total cases thus far grew to 910,847. So uh, 910,847. That is an increase of 4,120 cases from the day before. But again, back to the reality of those. Uh, 806,397 have recovered, leaving 104,440 active cases. Uh, 6,800 of those are in ICU. 40,310 are not, but they're in the hospital. And 45,831 are recovering at their homes. The deaths so far in the state of Ohio as of yesterday, 11,509. We'll do the U.S. next, and then we'll call it quits. In the United States... We see, as of yesterday, 
203,227 cases. 16,000, I'm sorry, 16,951,592 have recovered. So, active cases, 9,788,000. And the death rate in the U.S. grew to... 463,379 yesterday. So you're up to date with that. Um, let's let's uh, talk about uh, what's in the news right now. And, you, you know, whether you agree with it or not, I... I follow the Washington Post, I follow the New York Times, and then I do some others, too. I like the Louisville Courier, for example, out of Kentucky. (coughs) But, um, why aren't progressive leaders doing a better job at mass vaccination? That's the big question. Let's see, now, politically, you talk about the left and the right. The left is Democrats? Typically, well, they they like their liberal Okay, but I mean, I don't know why they can't just say Democrats. Um, But between... Donkeys and elephants and blue and red and left and right, I get confused. <laughs> okay? Easily done. Now, they got sometimes part of the plan. Maybe so. But here they talk about the left's vaccine problems. So they're talking about Democrats. Okay. Early in the pandemic, countries with populist right-wing governments were we're suffering some of the worst outbreaks. Outbreaks, excuse me. These countries have big differences from one another. The list included Brazil, Britain, Russia, and the United States. But their problems all stemmed partly from leaders who rejected scientific expertise. Most progressive and technocratic countries with both center-left and center-right leaders. For example, Australia, Canada, Denmark, Germany, Japan, New Zealand, and South Korea were doing a better job containing the pandemic. The patterns seemed to make sense. Politicians who believed in the ability of bureaucracies to accomplish complex jobs were succeeding at precisely that. But over the past few weeks, as vaccination has become a top priority, the pattern has changed. Progressive leaders in much of the world are now struggling to distribute 
coronavirus vaccines quickly and efficiently. Europe's vaccination rollout has descended into chaos. One of the worst performers is the Netherlands, which has given a shot to less than 2% of its residents. By the way, here in Athens County, I think we're up to 7 or 8%. Um, and some parts in the state are better than we. Anyway, going on. Canada is at less than 3%, way far behind. Okay, here it says the U.S. has 8.4%. Okay. Within the U.S., many Democratic states like California, Illinois, Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, and tiny Rhode Island are below the national average. The parts of the country that pride themselves on taking COVID seriously and believing in government's uh, are not covering themselves in glory. Uh, I don't think I read that sentence very well, but that, I didn't have the right uh, commas in the right places. But anyway, you get the point. So what are the success stories? So at the same time, there are clear success stories in places that few people would describe as progressive. Alaska. West Virginia, those two have two of the highest vaccination rates among the U.S. states, with Oklahoma and the Dakotas also above average. You've heard me speak this before, but globally, Israel and the United Arab Emirates have the highest rates. Britain, run by Boris Johnson, a populist Conservative has vaccinated more than 15% of its residents. Well, international patterns are rarely perfect, and this one has plenty of exceptions, like Iowa and Idaho, which are two red state laggards, or New Mexico, a blue state that's above average. So far, though, it's hard to find many progressive governments that are vaccination role models. Why? The common problem seems to be a focus on process rather than on getting shots into arms. Some progressive, um, some progressive leaders let me find my place again, are effectively sacrificing efficiency for what they consider to be equity. Well, I could go on and on. This particular story is in the Times. I've read about a third of it to you. Uh, if you'd like to learn more, I suggest you go to their their website. But it's well done. And I think it's fair and impartial. All right. Now, there was something else. Uh, 
Okay, well, maybe there wasn't. But I thought uh, ending the week, you know, we should uh, have a little bit of entertainment, right? You know, and uh, let's see here. Let's, um, for example. You'll know this one. Hooray for Hollywood. That screwy valley hooey Hollywood. Where any office boy or young mechanic can be a panic with just a good-looking pan. And any barmaid can be a star maid If she dances with or without a fan Hooray for Hollywood Where you're terrific if you're even good Where anyone at all from TV's lassie to Monroe's chassis is equally understood. Go out and try your luck. You might be Donald Duck. Hooray for Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. That phony super coney Hollywood. They come from Chillicothe and Paducahs with their bazookas to get their names up in lights. All armed with photos from local rotos with their hair in ribbons and legs in tights. Hooray for Hollywood. You may be homely in your neighborhood, but if you think that you can be an actor, see Mr. Factor, he'd make a monkey look good. Within a half an hour, you'll look like Tyrone Parr. Hooray for Hollywood. Doris Day, of course. Just singing, 
singing in the rain. Dancing in the rain. I'm happy again. I'm singing and dancing in the Not bad, the back there, Scott. Wish we had video. weekend safe out there we're going to wind it up with music Presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Senate Democrats have moved a step closer to approving President Biden's COVID relief bill without support from Republicans if they have to. After 14 hours of debate, Vice President Kamala Harris broke a partisan tie this morning. On this vote, the yeas are 50, the nays are 50, the Senate being equally divided, the Vice President votes in the affirmative. And the concurrent resolution, as amended, is adopted. Lawmakers adopted an amendment as well that gets rid of a $15 minimum wage proposal. Democrats hope to have a final version ready within the next two to three weeks. Payrolls barely grew last month. Employers added just 49,000 jobs in January after a decline in December. Hard hit, the hospitality sector. Adina DeFelice owns the Starlight Bar in New Orleans. She doesn't know what to expect from Mardi Gras.